Thank you for listening to the Power Shift Mindset. We'll be discussing techniques, concepts, and strategies to help you achieve the success and happiness you're looking for. Hey guys, Coach Jay here. Shruti and I have mentioned numerous times on the podcast how valuable a coach is. In this episode, we talk about investing in yourself. Shruti is an NLP coach and hypnotist. If you feel you can benefit from any of her services, please check her out at shrutisadana.com. That's S-H-R-U-T-I-S-A-D-A-N-A.com. Personally, I'm an ISSA certified personal trainer and life coach. I focus on the mindset and mental game for any situation. You can get more information on me at beammotivation.com. Hey guys, Coach Jay. I'm here once again with Shruti. And today we're talking about investing in yourself. And I'm not talking about investing financially or for your retirement, but investing into your health and different ways of doing that. And Shruti, what's your feeling on investing into your health? Uh, in terms of physical and mental, like as a balance, I would just say that is actually balance in terms of invest- investing in yourself. The key word here is balance, creating balance. Oh, I definitely agree with that. Uh, and I mean, it's kind of like when someone says they want to lose weight and they just think they got to exercise or reduce their carbs or this and that. It's that three-way balance of what you eat, how much you eat and exercise. And you have to do all three parts in order for it to be successful. And so that's just on the physical side. And, and as far as myself, when I first invested into myself, um, Obviously, I've joined gyms over the years. I'm in the gym for a couple of years and life gets in the way. You have kids and you get busy and then you do it again and then have a second kid and you're back away from the gym again. And, yeah. and so, but that's the first, one of the first things you, when you look at all the things that you spend money on, you go to Dunkin' Donuts or Starbucks and get your coffee every day for a couple of dollars. And when you add that up, you would have more than covered your monthly gym membership. So the people that say, oh, I can't do that. I and mean, getting a gym membership is investing in yourself. Obviously, you need to use it to make it worthwhile. Um, a few years ago, I, and I had had a massage years ago. And about four or five years ago, I said, you know what? I'm going to treat myself. I'm going to go do this. And I was talking to the massage therapist. How often do people do this? Oh, I have some that come every week. I have some that come three times a week. And I'm thinking, geez, at 80 to $90, depending on where you go. I mean, they must have a pretty good job if they're going three times a week. Yeah. And then I went back again about six months later. And then I told myself, you know what? I work 40, 45 hours a week. When I go into work on Monday, that first hour of the week from 5 a.m. to 6 a.m. Monday, that's my hour. And if I put that hour in the cookie jar every six to eight weeks, I can justify getting that massage. And I, I did it consistently for a while there. And it's just that's the investment into myself. Uh, do you have any examples of what you might've done to invest into your health? No, I love that. And I think a massage is always great. I mean, you have to, part of investing in yourself is also treating yourself and pampering yourself. For me, as far as physical fitness, I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm good with working out. It's just what I eat is not always the best. But in terms of when I take action, for example, with my projects, you know, I tend to now look at the big picture. I'm like, okay, well, we're starting with step one. 
we're creating the project. Okay. And then we need to send it out and then it's going to be signed, made. So there's a project I've been working on for the last few months. And, you know, on our team, Naomi, who's uh, one of the other producers and writers, she makes like a, a presentation and that takes time. So then once we're done with that, we send it out and we sent it out through emails. And after several tries and several no's, somebody said yes. And we ended up signing a contract and now it's being pitched. So all those steps didn't happen overnight. They took time, but it was me investing in myself, everybody else investing in, in the work. And then it just happening. Like, cause time's going to go by, right? We tend to like, want everything now but if you just take the consistent steps and invest in yourself small steps will get you to the big thing that you want it's what's that quote there's a quote it says the slower you go the faster you get there and it's kind of ironic or you're like what but i think it's true in any situation so if you're just consistent and you just take small steps one day at a time and you don't jump, you just take a step at a time, you will get results in any well, that's, situation. That's, that's the classic story of the tortoise and the hare. Where <laughs> yeah. slow, slow and steady and you got there. Uh, yeah, we, we talked about different tears. I mean, I mentioned the massage and we'll get back to that. But I mean, starting with investing in yourself and hiring a coach, a coach, a trainer, a, a mentor. Um, and again, one of the, biggest purchases or investments I made in myself was, uh, again, about three or four years ago, hiring a nutritionist. And, and this program cost me uh, approximately $400. I mean, different nutrition, nutritionists have different pr uh, packages that they offer. And this one was around a $400 package. And it taught me what I needed to continue. I mean, it was, it lasted about three months, and then you can do in case per case appointments if you need that check-in because some people and I mentioned it before no no coach or teacher or anyone is going to tell you anything that you can't google all the information is out there it's just having that that kick in the rear that in person that pushes you and just that checking in and same thing if you have a test on Friday you're going to study if you don't have a test you might not open your book so when you have that nutritionist that you hired that you're paying for, you make sure you follow the program. You know you got to check in and get weighed in and get body fat checked. Um, and life coaches, like I said, trainers, uh, any type of coach, investing in that way. And what's your feeling on, on having someone like that that you have to check in with? Oh, definitely. I feel like it helps. And like you said, with the nutrition thing, I'm sure even though you're not checking in with someone every day, you took what you learned and you're applying that to your own life, like the nutrition, what to eat, all of this stuff in your life every day now because of what you learned. So sure, you can hire a coach and I think that's great, but then you have to know that once you stop the sessions, you're going to be the one that's going to apply all of those things that you learned in your life and take action because you and I could sit here and I could be coaching you, but if you, it's what you do after that makes the difference because you could listen to me for an hour and then not do anything. So then what does that do for you? So it's really about, yes, learning, always be open to learning and then applying and then taking the action. And like I said, small steps, because I think we overwhelm ourselves sometimes. And I, 
I make a list for myself. Like for me, I get anxiety if I don't have things written down. Like if I have stuff to do for the day, I want to write down one, two, three in the order that I'm going to do it because that makes me feel sort of grounded. And I'm like, okay, I have this list. I got to check it off. How do you feel about lists? Do you ever make lists? Oh, I, I use lists all the time. I mean, yeah. I had mentioned it before. I had mentioned it before. I go backpacking all the time. All my gear is downstairs on shelves and in bins. And I know exactly what I need. I know I need my pack, my sleeping bag, my tent, my sleeping pad, and, and some other things. But I make a list. And the list says tent, sleeping bag, sleeping bag. I mean, it, it says all the obvious things. I mean, when we're yeah. going up to my father's for a weekend, I know that I'm going to bring my bow. I know I'm going to bring a guitar to play music with my uncle. I know I'm going to bring that stuff, but it's on the list. Yeah, I use list all the time. Uh, now with any form of AI, your phone can remind you things all the time. I mean, I tell my phone if I need something at the archery store, next time I'm there, remind me I need a new string. And with geo-tracking, as soon as you pull into the parking lot, bink, it pops up, new string. It's like, oh yeah, that's, remember, I, I need that. I mean, so you can set it on a date, you can set it on a time. And it's in the calendar that we record this podcast on Thursdays at 4 p.m., and even though I know that's the consistent one, it's still in my calendar and it still pops up with the reminder yesterday, with the reminder on Tuesday that we're doing it. Yeah, I, I use, I use list all the time. And also another, another thing that I was told recently, and I thought it was really interesting and I was like, Oh, I've never really done this before. I mean, I, I always write in my journal, not always, but she told me, she said, write a letter to yourself. Like or write a letter to whoever, you don't have to give it to them, but however you feel, whatever your intentions are, let's say you want to go to the gym more, you want to be more proactive about fitness. What is it that you envision for yourself? What is it that you want? Be specific and write down your intentions and write a letter to yourself and put it away, put it somewhere, maybe put it in nature, wherever you want or in your drawer and then come back to it. Like maybe a month later and see, see what you, how far you've come. So you can kind of uh, hold yourself to a certain standard because it's not a bad thing. It's a good thing. I'm not saying be hard on yourself, but hold yourself to a certain standard the same you would when you're, let's say, dating somebody, right? You're like, okay, this guy or this girl has to have these, they have to follow my standards. I have this. Uh, they have to be kind, whatever it is. You can hold standards for other people. Do the same for yourself. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. Um, like you said, just keep into to your list or, or investing in, in what you feel is good for you. Like you said, having a partner, making sure they match up with what you have. Um, the next thing I have, uh, I put taking a class, just any type of education. And it doesn't need to be formal education. It doesn't need to be going to college. Yes, if, you, if that's your goal, go and get a degree take your certificate course. Um, I mean, there's all, all different things out there. Just continuing your education. I mean, if you want to learn and science because it's enjoyable, go and do it just to continuously learn, whether it's formal through a college, whether it's a, an online thing, um, not through, not a degree thing, but like I said, a certificate. Um, I mean, like the personal trainer thing is a certificate that's not a degree. Uh, you can go and, and get and other things. I and mean, I, I did the CEUs through coaching the high schools. I had to do stuff and just constantly investing just into knowledge and, and making yourself better 
mean, for things you want to do, not the well-rounded student and you hate art, but you have to take the art class. I'm talking about doing stuff that you'd like to learn. Absolutely. I think that's a great idea. And now is a great time because you can be on Zoom, right? You don't have to leave your house. You can just be on Zoom. You can connect with other people too, like-minded people. So whether it's art, maybe it's a science class, maybe it's something creative. And that's also consistent, right? Because when you sign up for a class, it's probably going to be, let's say like Thursdays at 3 p.m. every week. So there's a consistency there already. So you know that every Thursday you got to show up. And I, I know that when I was taking my course, our mentor, he was pretty harsh. He's like, if you guys cancel, he was like, I'm afraid I'm going to have to cancel this class. He's like, if anytime you guys cancel, you need to all come back and tell me a day that you guys want to do, um, make it up. So we would all have to coordinate, but he was tough on us. He's like, nope, you can't, unless you have an emergency. So there were days where I just, it was on a Saturday too. And I, you know, I just wanted to sit in bed and watch Netflix, but I pushed myself even on those days that I really didn't want to. And then once I did, you know, once you do it, I think it's about, let's say even getting to the gym, right? It's about getting in your car and going to the gym. But once you're there, you're going to work out. You're like, oh, why did I even complain about like, get it? It's just about getting there. So you just have to push yourself sometimes. Oh, there's a lot of times like that where, and it's that day you're tired, had a tough day at work. And it's like, ah, do I really need to go for my run? Or do I really need to work out and getting going sometimes the hardest, but then when you're done with it, it's like, oh no, that, that was a great feeling. I'm glad I did it. I feel better. Um, and then going back like to the classes, like I mentioned the, the taking the classes, shift taker kit, there's going to be some, like you said, study on your own, your pace. It's just you and your, your online course schedule. And then, like you said, some that if you're taking a class in a, whether now it be virtual, but still I mean, seven o'clock every Tuesday type of deal, or if you are doing in person when things are more normal. Um, but then I said, even learning stuff for fun. I mean, you always wanted to play piano and, and regardless of your age, whether you're six or 60, you know, invest in yourself, take those piano lessons I mean, find a local music shop or find an instructor that'll come to your house. If you have an old piano in the house, uh, art classes I and mean, sports. I mean, I mentioned archery. I mean, you don't know how many people I get things popped up on the lessons.com thing. I signed up I and mean, Mike in Southington needs archery. I mean, Bob in Bristol needs archery lessons. And I mean, all these people and I mean, some adults that did it 30, 40 years ago, like I did in camp. And they're like, you know, I just remember doing that when I was 10 years old and I wanted to give it another try and rock climbing. I mean, anything that you wanted that you thought of trying, invest in yourself and investing doesn't need to be I mean, the big things like the nutritionist or the coach or a college degree. It could be for fun, for that balanced life. Uh, another coach who I'm going to do a, a quick live with uh, this weekend, uh, she actually helped me with my uh, personal trainer studying, she had posted something on Instagram and it was like this brownie type thing with chocolate chips and Reese's peanut butter cups. And she captioned it. There's nothing healthy about this. And my reply to her was, there's something very healthy to that. It's called balance. It's called not being stuck to a regiment that you have to eat like this every day. You have to do this every day. And then I said, and anytime you can have a peanut butter cup with your kids, that's as healthy as it gets. And again, going, go, going back to mindset, but it, it's one of those things where you, 
you have to have that balance and, and do things for fun. Invest in yourself for fun and enjoyment as well, not just the regimented stuff of health-wise or finance-wise and, and that type of thing. Oh, absolutely. And also, though, you have to um, remember that let's say you have something to do and then your friend asks you to come out. Sometimes you have to say no to that friend because you have to, not because you don't care about them, but you're like, okay, I have my priorities first. I got to take care of this. Unless it's really important or they really need you, sure, go go for half an hour. But other than that, you know what? I have this to take care of. It's really important to me. I'd love to see you. Can we schedule for another day? So you don't feel the pressure from outside influences when you're really focused on something. Focus on it. Commit to it. And just know your priorities. What are your priorities? Maybe ask yourself that. Like I said, the, the list thing. What's your first priority for today? What's your second? List it for yourself so you can then it's easier to say no, not because you don't want to, but because you know you have a commitment to yourself. Oh, yeah. Put, I mean, mention the list and I'll go to a calendar using the calendar. I mean, if you work, we'll just use the, the generic nine to five, you work nine to five, but then you put that I mean, five 30 to six 30, you put mountain bike on Tuesdays and Thursdays. So when someone calls and says, Hey, can I meet you at six o'clock on Thursday? Oh no, I'm busy. I'm not available until six 30, but that's your day to get on your bike and go ride the trails. It's in yeah. your calendar. It's a priority. It's scheduled. And don't, don't prioritize your schedule, schedule your priorities. And if that's investing into yourself, like whether, whether it's the health benefits of getting out and riding your bike, whether it's the relaxation aspect of riding your bike, you're just going for a stroll over some wide trails and, or you're going and as hard as you can on some single track and, and zipping through the woods, that's your time. Invest into yourself, give yourself that time and, and enjoy it. And again, this investment doesn't need to be the big ticket items like I mean, overall health and, and like I said, the coach or the nutritionist or, and, or big education thing. You should invest in the whole balance, including the enjoyment of what you do in life as well. Oh, that's yes. And also don't feel guilty about saying no and don't feel guilty about saying yes either. So like you talked about that peanut butter cup, you know, I think we feel guilty when we relax for some reason. It's like, oh, I'm relaxing. I'm being lazy. I'm like, I feel like I should be doing something. And it, it's like, you don't feel guilty when you're working. So why do you feel guilty when you need to rest? I mean, when I wrote, when I was writing my book, I don't think I saw anyone for a good month. Maybe like I went out for like 10 minutes to say hi, but I didn't tell anyone about it. I was like, this is my commitment. I had a deadline, you know, our coach was like, I want you guys to write this in one month. And I didn't make the one month deadline, but maybe like two months. I, I finished out of everybody first. And, you know, and it's, it wasn't like a race or a competition, but I know that I wanted to make that commitment to myself. But I was like, I want this book done. Then I want it edited. Then I want it, you know, out on Amazon or whatever. And I was really proud of myself because I was like, I, during this COVID time, you know, we're all going nuts and you're in your house. And I just, I felt like I needed to make that commitment, but I, there were days where I was like, you know what, I, I just 
can't write today. I can't write today. It's not flowing through me. I'm going to take, I'm going to take the day off. And yeah, sure. I felt guilty, but now looking back at it, I'm like, I'm really happy about how everything came out because if I didn't take those breaks, then I feel like some of the stuff that I would have written might not have been as organic. Well, that's, and again, one, one of my favorite episodes to share is the importance of rest and, and acknowledging that you're resting, you're not lazy, you're not skipping. And that's, I mean, investing into the rest is important. And if you don't- What's a typical day look like for you when you rest? Like what does your rest day include? I think it depends on the situation and what led up to me needing that rest. Because like I said, for some people going and, and hiking and five miles and up an aggressive mountain, that's a workout for them. Where for me, that could be active rest. That's, that's peaceful. It's not going a hundred miles an hour, doing things around the house, doing things with and the coaching and this and that for me to go for a walk in the woods is relaxing and restful for me, even though it's a physical workout. And like I said, for some, that could be the workout and that yeah. could be restful for me. Um, and sitting back and playing music, picking up the acoustic guitar or, or, and again, throwing Iron Maiden on and banging on the drums, even though it's loud and aggressive to me, it's that's relaxing and restful. Yeah. And the nature thing, actually, that I find that's very healthy, too. Even if you aren't working out, just just to have some rest, get some fresh air, even if you walk outside on your patio on your rest day to be outside and like really feel even if it's cold, a cold breeze on you. There's something that you connect with in yourself when you just let yourself, you know, go out in fresh air. Oh yeah, de- definitely. I mean, we talked about that last week when we had Jonah on and he mentioned waking up to that sunrise and the energy you feel. And, and I was right there with him that, and like I said, I've mentioned the backpacking and, and to me, I mean, when you talk about rest, I mean, there, there's many times in the summer and when the weather's a little warmer, well, I'll tell my wife, Hey, I'm going to sleep in the woods. I'll see you tomorrow. And I'll literally I mean, drive up there on a Thursday or a Friday night and sleep in the woods and get my rest and wake up in the morning, and come home. I mean, so I'm it not makes in the, you feel good, I'm, right? I'm you not, feel refreshed. Yeah. I might not be in the woods for more than 12 hours. I mean, I might set up my tent at six, be waking up by six in the morning and back in the car by eight. And, but to me, that's, that's refreshing. That's restful for me. Absolutely. And I always find laughing to be restful too. There's something about laughter that relaxes you and releases like happy endorphins. So even if you're, let's say you're having a rough day, you're working hard on something, go watch a YouTube video, go watch your favorite comedian on Instagram, look at one of your old videos in your phones, you know, with one of your friends when you had like an epic fun night out. And that will just uplift you. And then you're like, okay, now I'm ready to go. I'm ready to invest in myself. I'm ready to crush that workout. I'm ready to crush that assignment, whatever it is. And cause that, that's a part of it. I feel like laughter is so 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 important and it's so underestimated too oh definitely laughter is good and if you if you want to laugh uh get some of your closest friends together and play cards against humanity oh Uh, such uh, a good game little disclaimer not an all ages game 
you you will you will laugh your rear off and uh if you have the chance to play with your parents it can make it even more entertaining oh um, yeah i'm not recommended but use at your own risk but yeah no laugh laughter is great um just i mean i'm, I'm a people person and i mean the whole thing with covid and people being a little little more isolated i mean some are starting to open up more and, and i do respect everyone's limitations um i am looking forward to the day where we can get the groups back together and, and hang out with friends because like you said a, a night of laughing with some friends is nothing beats it yeah um, and i think you know people are that want to get vaccinated can get vaccinated and soon enough it'll be available to people that want to do it I think they were saying by June, everyone should have that option. And if that makes you feel more comfortable about going out, you know, I think that we're going to get back there where we will get back to somewhat normal. It might take a little more time, but I already feel like we are getting there. Yeah, we're definitely moving in the right direction. I mean, you mentioned laughter and I brought up groups. Uh, The next thing I had on my list was like joining a league. I mean, join the softball league or a bowling league. I mean, look, look around at, at different types of I mean, group organizations that do things. I mean, I know I was uh, a part of a photography group that we would get together and it'd be I mean, freelance photographers, freelance models. And we'd make a, a, a group get together on a, a Saturday afternoon at the beach where there'd be half a dozen photographers, half a dozen models, and just did like a round Robin and you worked with someone for half an hour and then you swapped and, and, but this group got together I mean, monthly or every other month, I mean, for a few years. And I mean, so join a group or a league and, and eventually you might become real good friends and get that laughter mixed in there with that. But it, it's just to have that camaraderie and, and again, just investing into some of the fun stuff as well. Yeah, absolutely. And just to add to that, you know, I know some people have said, you know, like, well, I don't really know what I want to do or like what kind of hobbies I want to have. So my advice for them would be to ask yourself, like, what do I really enjoy? Okay, what do I enjoy? I enjoy being in the kitchen. Okay, so then what do you enjoy doing in the kitchen? Oh, I love cooking. Okay, well, why not do a cooking class? You already know how to cook, but you might have fun doing it. Okay, I really like sports. Mm, What kind of sports? Well, I don't know. I like watching football. I like watching. Okay, well, what do you like doing with your friends? What kind of sports do you guys like to play? Oh, we like to play basketball. Okay, go sign up for a basketball class. So it's just breaking it down because sometimes I think there's so many options in front of us. We're like, oh my God, what do I do? There's there's this gym class, there's that gym class. So just break it down. What do I want? What am I passionate about? What do I enjoy doing? And then take it from there. You'll, you'll find something you like. Go on meetup.com, look on Pinterest for some ideas. What stands out to you? Just constantly ask yourself, what do I enjoy? What am I passionate about? Uh, you, you mentioned meetup and I was going to say there's so many different I mean, avenues on, on how to find someone. I mean, that photography group was actually through Yahoo groups, uh, which no longer yeah. exists. I mean, I think Facebook kind of overtook all these different groups and organizational get together I mean, platforms, uh, a lot of them have gone through Facebook, but I know meetup is still out there. Obviously Facebook, um, lessons.com. Like I said, I'm on there as uh, an archery coach and a personal trainer. So I get the pop-ups when someone in my area is looking for lessons, but that's another thing. Like you mentioned cooking and you can find a cooking class or you can find a local, I mean, chef that does it part-time that'll meet with you for private lessons on, on how to yeah. cook. Um, so anything like that. And I mean, the, the list of stuff that was on lessons.com that I, when I look through and what you can sign up for as a coach or as a person looking for someone, 
I mean, pretty much anything you think of. Like I said, my, my mother did calligraphy in years ago. I mean, this is going back to the, the 90s. She just decided she wanted to learn how to do calligraphy and, and took in a course that was, I, forget, I mean, I'm going back to when I was in my teens, but I remember her going every week for what felt like forever. I mean, it was probably a four-week class, but then again, going back to when you're 15, 16 years old and she's going out every week to do this, but she learned how to do calligraphy. So when you look at your your college diploma or that certificate with the nice fancy lettering on it, and that's the stuff that my mother taught herself how to do because she wanted to invest into herself for something fun and enjoyable. And she ended up enjoying it and having a great time. Yeah, she she did it for a while. And then, I mean, she would, again, now, now you invested into something fun, but you, you need, people need calligraphy done for other things. Uh, and actually Aaron, who recorded our, uh, our uh, intro, he, his mother also did calligraphy and she would do actually, I, th- I believe all the drum corps awards. I mean, she was uh, one of the drum corps parents. So she would be the one that put the fancy writing on, on that. And, and so even though you're doing it for something fun, it could also down the road I and mean, pay for itself in the end. Oh, absolutely. I think for me, especially anything that has come to me in a way that I didn't expect it, like, for example, the magazine is something I never expected to do. It grew to be a passion of mine and it opened a lot of doors for me. And it, like I said, it came to me. So trust those things. If something is coming your way, don't resist it. You're like, hmm, you know, maybe there's a bigger picture here. Maybe I'll end up enjoying it. You know, maybe you walk into a coffee shop and they're giving a free introductory art class. Maybe you were there that day for a reason and you never thought about doing art. But like you said, it, you could grow a passion for it and then it could lead to an income too. So you just don't, you never know. Yeah. And I know, again, going back to normal times, I know some shops and stores will have like, the free clinic or the free class. Um, I know there's an art shop that I got my supplies when I took an art class that they have their, their weekly things where they have some, some paid classes and some that are free where they're just going to talk about and shading. So you go in and you learn how to do shading or, I mean, I know Apple stores in the past would do, I mean, how to use GarageBand and they'd have the free clinics. Uh, there's a couple music shops that basically it's like a big guitar circle that I mean, they'll, they'll teach you as well, but it's just kind of like everyone get together from beginner to I mean, pro. And I mean, so look out for stuff like that, where you can find some, some free lessons, some free classes. Yeah. And also another thing is, let's say you have a passion why not turn that into teaching on the side? If you really love doing archery like you do, maybe you can teach a class. If you really love doing art, maybe you can teach a class. Maybe if you're not making the income in the way that you want it, you're like, I really want to invest in myself, serve others too. And that way it's like, oh, you know what? I just had this teacher, this coach, Jay, he was really good. Then word spreads and they're going to tell the next person. And there you go. You're just like, oh, I was just, I didn't expect this to happen. And here you are investing in yourself and in what you believe in. And, and one of the last ones I had as far as points, and you had already brought it up, was about resting. 
and restful ways to invest in yourself. I mean, to rest and recharge. Like I said, one of my favorite things personally, and, and my wife and kids do also backpack. Um, my wife will, will do it. It's not her most enjoyable thing, but she's not against doing it um, for, for a night. I, I don't know if I'll be able to get it out for a multi-night thing. Um, but for me, again, I like to go and, and spend the night in the woods, uh, do some backpacking, uh, just a weekend away. I mean, a, a quick weekend away. I mean, if it's you and your significant other, maybe go to the casino for a night, catch a show. I mean, go when concerts and stuff like that open up. Um, there's a great venue in Connecticut uh, for concerts. And if you watch like the, the uh, public broadcasting network and they show some of these concerts with a black background and, and what looks like stars, um, that was most likely recorded at Infinity Hall in Connecticut, tiny little venue. And, and I've seen some shows that, I purposely went to that show, bought the ticket. And there was one case where I love jazz and it was a buy one, get one free, like two days before the show. So they were trying to sell the venue out. And so for 25 bucks, my wife and I went to see a show. I mean, traditional and Ella Fitzgerald style singer, upright bass, piano, drums, very simple. I can listen to it for hours. My wife, she made it through the show. Uh, Thanks for doing that. And, but it was just that simple night out. It's like, Hey, let's get out. Let's go have dinner. Let's go to the show. Um, I mean, a quiet cabin on a lake and, and a beach house or a cottage. I mean, just, just to get away. And, uh, and any of those going, going back to that sun, watching yeah. the sunset or the sunrise. Um, or going for a drive somewhere and just, you know, pulling over near a lake or somewhere random, just, you know, maybe pick a place on the map. You're like, you know what? I'm going to be uh, exciting today and a daredevil today. And I'm just going to take a road trip like an hour north from here. And this is where I'm going. So, you know, there's some sort of, you can make that excitement for yourself. Yeah. And I, I would suggest, I mean, look at some smaller places. Like I love little country towns and I love the big city. Like I, I would love to live in a New York or an LA or a Boston, but at the same time, I'd like a cabin out in the middle of nowhere where it takes me 45 minutes to get to the nearest grocery store. I like the extremes, but as far as getting away again, I, I love going in the city again, when things are normal, I mean, where they're three or four times a year easily. Uh, but look at some of these smaller things. Uh, I just recently went to Lake Placid, New York for the first time for uh, a cousin's wedding it was just outside of Lake Placid. So my wife and kids, the next day we went out and we saw, we saw the hockey rink where the U S beat Russia. And in the 1980 Olympics, we saw the country town where basically you see the Olympic village and the rings are still there outside the arena, but to go and see little places like that, that you don't really think of, you don't need to do the big elaborate thing. Sometimes these in Cooperstown, New York. Again, if you're a baseball fan, Cooperstown, New York. And if you're not a baseball fan, you have the Fenimore Art Museum. You have the Farmers Museum, which is one of the live action where people reenact things. And, and it's a nice laid back thing. I and mean, a lot of people think, oh, no, that's baseball. I'm not a baseball fan. There's so much stuff to, to do up in little, quiet, relaxing areas where you can have a great vacation and just an overnight or, like you said, a day trip. Yeah, exactly. And something as simple as that. And even if you want to like stay home and watch Netflix, there's nothing wrong with that. If you want to just have your popcorn, watch a movie, if that's your idea of a restful night, then so be it. Like, I love doing that. 
a lot, you know, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's whatever makes you feel good and whatever makes you feel relaxed. And the next day you're like, oh, you know what? I'm so glad I had that day to rest. Yeah. So, and overall, just take some time and whether you have to invest financially into yourself time-wise, just invest into yourself in any way that you think is going to help. Like I said, we mentioned investing into a coach or a trainer or nutritionist, someone to help you with physical health and taking classes, investing into education. And that, again, not necessarily formal education through a college, but just something you'd like to learn, whether it's a certificate course, whether it's just something for fun, for music or art. And if you have a passion for something like that, that you've always told yourself, oh, I'd love to learn the piano and you're 65 years old, doesn't mean you can't start now. And, and then you mentioned laughter and, and just spending time with friends and joining a, a softball league or a bowling league. I and mean, they have plenty of different bowling leagues for different I mean, age groups and different I mean, skill level and, and just go and have fun. I mean, I know when I played soccer, it was an over 30 league. So again, if you're 40 and you need to get up and get to the office on Monday, there's over 40 leagues where you're not going to get beat up. Just go out and kick the ball around and have some fun. Uh, and then again, investing into rest. And uh, what do you have to add to that while we close? Create balance. Like I said before, it's create that balance. Balance is the word. Sounds good. All right. Thanks guys. We really enjoy uh, seeing our, our numbers going up and it's not all about the numbers, but we appreciate it. We saw that we're up to well over 600 listens and uh, Shruti and I are very thankful and, and appreciate that you give us your time and, and invest into us. Uh, it means a lot to us and glad you're enjoying the shows and uh, keep an eye out for the shows coming out Sunday nights, early Monday mornings and the short back and forth on Friday. Shift Mindset Podcast is for entertainment purposes only. While the suggestions, strategies, and practices we have given have been proven successful for our personal use as well as clients we have worked with, these recommendations should not supersede instructions given by any licensed professionals, including but not limited to your primary care physician and mental health professionals. Thank you. Thanks for joining us today for the PowerShift Mindset Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. Be sure to like and subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at The PowerShift Mindset, and also visit thepowershiftmindset.com. Thanks again for listening to The PowerShift Mindset.